episode 190. And now here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent and your host for the Dharmic Evolution. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. And welcome back once again, ladies and gentlemen, to the Dharmic Evolution. Yeah, we got a surprise for you today. We're going up to Vermont. Yes, up in the autumn, beautiful countryside with the leaves turning. And uh, it's apple picking season here in the Northeast. So we got our rock and roller here. And um, he signed with Pacific Records out of San Diego last year and continues to make his positive style of music all over the world. His latest recording is Stop the World on Pacific Records and features a 10-piece band Four horns, bass, drums, two guitars, mandolin, pedal steel, and congas. He's worked with amazing producers such as John Alagia, Anthony Resta, and Charlie Midnight. You may know some of the people that these producers have worked with. John Meyer, Dave Matthews, OAR, Sean Mullins, Duran Duran, James Brown, and Joe Cocker, and the Doobie Brothers. He shared the stage with every Fish member, Warren Haynes of the Allman Brothers, Blues Traveler, Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top, and on and on. You better strap up your seatbelts, because we're going for a ride with Chad Hollister. Are you a singer-songwriter, author, speaker, or thought leader? Have you been looking for a platform for your career? Well, the James O'Connor Agency has exactly what you are looking for. Find out how we write and produce big, amazing songs on Music Row for authors, speakers, thought leaders and organisations like non-profit and corporations. We also help singer-songwriters and artists by giving them a platform on Dharmic Evolution, a podcast designed specifically to broadcast your global career, now in 71 countries and with more than 161 episodes of artists all over the world from all genres, we know how to reach your target audience. Are you a dreamer like James? Then reach out today to james at thejamesoconnoragency.com and find out how we can help your global career. Chad, welcome to the Dharmic Evolution, my friend. Woo! <laughs> it's good to be here. I feel Man. like Superman. There we go. The rock and roller. And uh, we're going to start off today uh, with, um, you know, when we get to the music, just really shortly with a, a song that was inspired by your son, which I'm always excited when I hear somebody write that because I've done that too. And I just, it's so special. So tell me, you're from Vermont, man. And you got, and before we go, congratulations on Stop the World and your new latest deal with Pacific Records. Thank you. Thank you. It's been, it's been a great way to have somebody other than myself and my band members get the music out there. So they're, uh, you know, we're, trying to trying to do it every way we can and you know every every uh, in in the music biz you can well attest after all your you know many many stories you've been telling it's a it's a long road and it's a lot of work when you're trying to do it on your own so it's nice to have help yeah it's it's one of the most um i think it's in some ways it's very thankless however in in many oh, yeah. ways it's also a blessing so that dichotomy is always a little bit odd for us to figure out cuz it's like why would somebody like kill themselves like this to be in this business yet you know it's just it's hard to 
you know, to emulate to somebody what that feeling is like when you step on a stage or that somebody comes up to you and say, man, you influenced me in such a way and you lifted me up out of something I was going through and you've had many of those experiences. So you know what that's about. Yeah. And I think, you know, the lifted me up, one of my favorite things to hear is that you, you've inspired me. Like yeah. I, I, I can't get enough of that because that's, I mean, that's what we, what we do. And like you say, the thankless, you know, uh, it's hard to explain that feeling of getting up on stage if you, if it's not what you do. Um, but then the inspiration when that comes through, especially I've been doing some songwriting workshops with kids and watching these kids that do not identify in the, whether it be mathematics or science way, but as soon as you hit them with, um, you know, them writing their own song and taking the ownership of it, the, the explosion that goes on in their head is is amazing so that's pretty cool yeah yeah my son is doing the same thing he's been doing that for about six years he he was a music major at oneonta and and, in addition to being a singer songwriter in austin he's teaching kids all the time and he's doing that again out there so i know you're the feeling you get vicariously through his stories Uh, you know I've, i've experienced that in that way and that's that's just such a great thing to do uh, to bring kids into that that world, you know, to share this beautiful experience. So yeah, let me ask it. you about your your past heroes and mentors and people that, you know, influenced you and helped you to create the Chad Hollister sound. Like, um, was it as a teenager, Chad, or when did you start? And and who was it that you know um, that really got into your mind and soul to to start formulating who you are? Well, it's a funny story uh, in that when I was, um, I started playing drums when I was a kid. So drums was kind of my, is my roots. And I remember um, in second grade, I convinced Mrs. Croto at the Shelburne Village School to let me bring in my drum kit so that I could play. And, um, and I played and I came and I played over Kiss's rock and roll over. So I was there <laughs> playing drums on top of Kiss. Um, and uh, f- from then, when I went to middle school, there was this uh, show that was Happy Days uh, and Laverne and Shirley. And I also convinced the teacher to let me come in and play drums. So there was a piano player, me on drums, and then the whole chorus. And um, those were kind of my beginnings of, of you know, performing and getting it out there. But in terms of music, Stuart Copeland and the police were my, like my, my roots, as well as Paul Simon um, right. to have always just loved his songwriting, his approach and his um, uh, bringing in um, the South Africa, you know, the different influences is something that I love. And um, as uh, we've talked about the song about my son, uh, B.O.D.I., he's got that reggae, reggae thing. And I love the rock. I love the reggae. I love the funk. And it's kind of all infused into my style. Thanks to all those guys from Stuart Copeland to Bob Marley to Paul Simon. Yeah, let's let's just give everybody a slice and this is BODI. Check this one out. He dances for the queen 
Yeah, I love the little scat singing at the end there. That is very, very cool. B-O-D-I. Hey, um, nice horns. Uh, I love the guitar solo. Very textured textured with the with the wah, you know, into the horns on your bridge. Really, really cool. And uh, can you take us into the inspiration? Obviously, we know the inspiration, but um, uh, when you wrote it, do you remember, like, some some details about like what was going through your mind when you wrote this for your son well he's just such a uh, his so his sister to give you a little precursor his sister is two years older so his sister is riley odelia which was a song on the previous record and um and so she always had her song and people were always asking when are you gonna write Bodie a song and even Bodie's like dad where's my song and uh so when it came about it was just 
realizing he's just he's so cool. He's he's loves to dance, um, and uh, that's kind of one of his things is hip hop, hip hop, and uh, modern dance uh, of late. And uh, so it just um, kind of came about as his his personality and what he kind of brings to the world. And um, so that's what I that's what I wrote about. Awesome, yeah. And I love the uh, like the arrangements. Um, how do you put your arrangements together? Because um, you know, rock and horns have always been so cool. And um, do you layer the horns after you've gotten the the basic structure down? Or does it all come to you at once? How do you how do you build your songs and put them together? That's a great question, and and it's it's always different. But um, this one was specifically written with horns in mind. Other songs from my past catalog, the horns came about about six years ago, um, and uh, and there were a lot of songs that didn't have any horns that I got together. Our our horn leader is Chris Peterman, amazing uh, uh, sax player, tenor sax. Uh, tenor and and soprano and and so on and he and I get together and basically write the parts um, if they haven't been written or we write them write them together and then uh, they you know the songs we try not have them get to be too too lengthy you know so we want to be be concise about it um, and kind of get in get out obviously the live show will will take it out a little bit more but in terms of the arrangements it's pretty specific um to uh you know have have the horn lines and occasionally have a solo section um but that's something that we do we do together with chris and myself yeah i wanted to i wanted to comment on that you know anytime you see somebody writing a song that's under four minutes complete with horns complete with great choruses and a bridge and yeah. you know, I, I I take my Brian Wilson hat off to you because he's the model oh. I always use. Because oh. Brian, yeah, Brian was the guy who, like, who could get into like a you know he's in the chorus in fifteen seconds, yeah. and sometimes the whole song is like it's just a chorus with a few scattered verses. But you know that thing stays with you, and yeah. that's a hard thing to do. It's like not easy to write really good music and keep it short. Yeah, well, and you know what's cool is my buddy Keith Hubacher is on bass right now with the Beach Boys. Oh, is he so, really? Yeah, oh, awesome. Obviously, songs Brian, um, but uh, they're keeping it alive. But yeah, I mean, what a huge compliment! Thank you so much. Um, and I think that's always the challenge. And I'm try always working, and I'm sure you are as is a singer songwriter um, to just get better all the time and have not be so preachy. Um, but to uh, bring about a positive message. I think, more, you know, right now, more than ever in this world, we need music and we need positivity um, because there's so much going on that, to deter us from that. But I feel that if we stay positive and continue to deliver that message through music, I think, um, I think the world can be better, as utopic as it may sound. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a heartfelt dream of mine, you know. So. No, and and it's you know it's a valuable dream because, um, you know one of the one of the most infatuating things about this career is you never arrive, which is such a blessing from <laughs> God. Because if you arrived, it would be like all over. It's like, you know, right. like to your point, I I want to get better on every level of you know my singing, my songwriting, my playing, whatever you know whatever it is that you're you're good at. You might be like a good production guy, or this woman might be the the greatest you know arrangement person. But um, whatever your 
you know, your tool shed has, you want to keep sharpening and be the best you can each and every time. So I think every time we get a chance to step up to the plate, it's just a wonderful opportunity, you know. Yeah, we're always continuing to make that Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's talk a little bit about, um, I want to talk about this tour you did with the, your wife and kids. This is mm. awesome, man. I, yeah, you know, yeah. so you went six months out on the road and first of all, God bless you for, for, in, you know, embracing that experience. And many people just never, never do that for whatever reason. But, um, but the fact that you did it and can you share some highlights and some, some, you know, some memories, uh, of that tour and how it was? Well, first of all, um, God bless my wife, uh, Katie, who is, she's just the best. And we, we've been uh, married for 14 years now, and she's incredible. And to, to bring me these two children, Riley and Bodie, um, has been a huge gift. So we knew, we'd been planning this for years um, and knew that it was something that we wanted to do. And we also planned the ages because Katie specifically remembers the nightmare of seventh grade for her in growing up. And uh-huh. so when Riley went to the beginning of seventh grade and uh, Bodie was in fifth grade. And uh, so they both did the beginning of fifth and beginning of seventh. And then in January is when we took off uh, for the second half. And so they were at that, those ages where mom and dad um, are not quite losers yet. <laughs> uh, even though I'm a rock and roller, man, I, it's not, I, it's, I'm not a cool guy. To, I mean, they, they, it's, they, they love me and everything, but it's not like, wow, you know, dad's a rock and roller. He's, you know, he's really cool. But, um, so the timing was really specific and also just a lot of thought went into it, um, about when we did it, uh, in terms of the kids ages. Uh, and it was great in terms of highlights. Um, I, was we were blown away by uh, Yellowstone National Park. Yeah. And the fact that when you live on the East Coast, I personally, I'm not going to speak for anybody else, but had no idea that it was on a volcano. Yeah. It's on a volcano. Like, <laughs> what? You know, and, and these blue pools that look so inviting. Don't jump in the pool, James. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and um, so the volcanic element of that and of the Pacific Northwest, you know, in Oregon, wherever you look, you know, the, these, these mountains, these hills are all, vol- used to all be volcanoes. Um, yeah. It's one of the largest ones in the world, the magma. It's scary to watch what's going on it, under that, you know? <laughs> it is scary. Well, just to think at any moment, you know, if that were to blow, it, it really, it would be over, but not, not yeah. to add the dark element to, uh, <laughs> Dharmic, to the Dharmic world here. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> It, uh, so the Pacific Northwest, I loved it. I really loved, uh, I loved Washington. We went to the most Northwestern tip, um, with the Macaw Indian tribe, um, in Nia Bay. And that was just, um, uh, a real highlight. And I think in general, a highlight was the Native Americans in our country and trying to understand a little, little bit more what happened. Um, to them because it's not it's not the story has not been told it's not in our history it's not it should be there should be a Native American history uh, month in school every year it's just not done and it's yeah. so there it was a real heartbreaking element seeing these reservations that are not flourishing you know they're not I mean of course you know sometimes you see the uh, um, the casinos and realize that 
that's what they were able to do. And I think that's great, you know, you know, a little bit of retribution, but, um, with the, uh, reservations, it's, uh, it's hard, hard to take sometimes. I really, um, it was, and the kids had a real hard time with it too. So that, that was, um, a real big lesson for all of us. Yeah, that, I've always had such a big place in my heart for for what happened to the American Indian. And I agree with you. It hasn't been this like like they were just completely decimated, and and there was so much for us to learn from the way they revered the land and you know the spiritual side of their their heritage and their culture. You know, but it was yeah. just kind of like pushed inside and and trampled on and and completely decimated. So uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for for sharing that. That is really great. Hey, I think we got to play another one. Here is the song "Here and Now." People talk about living in the moment. I've been thinking about living in the day I can't stop But think about tomorrow Yeah, yeah Walk these roads I can feel it in my body Try to take it Day by day The sun is up She's warming my face Today
here and now. Um, you know, great bridge. Shifting time signature in the middle of that. You threw a surprise there. Really, really cool. Um, can we talk a little bit about production on this and, and who is producing this particular one, Chad? So the whole record was produced by myself and Danny Bernini. Um, oh, nice. And, and um, Danny's done, um, he's done a lot of work with, uh, you know, with Ryan Montblue. Um, and uh, he's, he's, he's done a lot of, a lot of wonderful stuff. Back, uh, back in the day, he worked with Acoustic Junction um, and uh, just a, a, a really great guy and somebody who I've worked with a lot of great producers um, in, in, in my career. But uh, the thing that was great about Danny is that he, he was not like, Hey kid, we're going to make you a star and, and try and <laughs> try and change you into his vision of me. Yeah. Uh, he, he wanted to just um, bring out the best of, of Chad Hollister. And, um, and I, I, I feel he, he did a great job. And um, so the, a lot of the production stuff um you know, was us together, but was him, um, with, uh, you know, he's, 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 he's the engineer as well. Um, and as you know, that combo can sometimes get in the way yeah, and, and interfere with the process. But, uh, with Danny, it definitely did not. Um, and, uh, we were also living, I was living in the studio. Um, you know, we would stay there, so we would be there for multiple days. And, and so we would, um, not have the craziness of, uh, uh, of having to, you know, like order food, like we ate at the house. So when it was lunchtime, we would come out and all our lunch would be ready and we would take a half hour eat and then right back in. And I think there was something to be said for that. Um, uh, that you know, that's it, a great, if I may interject, that is a great way to do it. I mean, you're removing all the distractions um, yeah. to just laser focus on the project, which is which is great. Most people don't do that. They get a little off kilter. And I, I don't know what the the right way to do it is, but uh, I would I would just almost cut off. Um, let's see, I would cut off a, half a fingernail to have that experience. <laughs> yeah, careful, careful. <laughs> yeah, because um, because that would be great. I mean, it would be just like there's no opportunity for anything to get me off of my groove here, you know. And it's like paying attention. So, did you find that that it really enhanced this experience? Totally. I mean, so yeah. the, the, the Spirit House recording takes place in Paul McDonald's house. So it's Paul. Paul's house and Danny's the engineer and they they pair up um, to become Spirit House and um, it definitely helped because you know you've got menus flying around what do you want and then you got to wait for the delivery to arrive and you're thinking about food instead of you know we would wake up in the morning and Paul would say what time do you want lunch you know what time yeah. do you want dinner? sometimes we'd be going later and and so whatever dinner would get pushed um, but when when we came out it was all ready and, and it definitely helps it, you know and being in a home setting too I love that yeah uh, you know you walk out and there's a grand piano there's a you know a living room there's a kitchen there's a you know coffee tea uh, just all waiting for you which is really helpful without being crazy expensive I mean I, got, I have to say it wasn't you know yeah and you I, probably I, get to the the more valuable conversations that you can kind of dig into which always lead to the best songs you know yeah. rather than just surface chat about whatever you know with the tv on in the bar and uh who needs that floating around in your head when you're trying to write good music you know? it, it doesn't yeah i don't know stay away keep that away from me you know? yeah it's, and so you've you've also chad you've um and and forgive me 
I'm going fast because I, I could probably talk to you for hours, man. But you've shared the stage with some pretty big players. So um, can you share um, some of the high moments uh, of being on stage with some of these, you know, legends um, who have been playing for a long time? Yeah, I mean, we were really blessed. Um, there was a gal who was a fan down in West Palm Beach, and um, so through uh, through her name was Laura, and um, we were able. She she was managing the Coral Sky Amphitheater down there, so through that we got to do the Bob Dylan Paul Simon opener, and then um, and Tom Petty as well, and so those two are just incredible to be, you know, especially Petty being uh, in Florida. Um, in his home nook and get to get to support him. That was really really great. And then the Paul Simon, the Bob Dylan Paul Simon one was great too because we got to um, we were backstage hanging with the Brecker brothers, um, who's you know Paul's horn, one of the most famous horn sections, you know. Yeah. And um, sitting there talking to them and uh, and my hero Steve Gad, who I had met coincidentally um, a month prior or two months prior on Martha's Vineyard, hanging with he was hanging with Carly Simon and. It's just it's, it sounds like I'm Mr. Name Dropper here, but all of a sudden they were in front of me and, and we realized we were going to be on the same gig. And he's like, oh, I'll see you down there. I'm playing with Paul. So all of a sudden we were, you know, me and Steve Gadd, my drumming hero, were, you know, going to be hanging together. So I was talking to all those guys and Alan Malay was on keyboards and I had met him in the airport. And uh, all of a sudden Paul walks out of the dressing room and just stands there for a good 10 minutes because we were all talking. And, and then I just looked over and said, hey, Paul. And uh, and we just chatted for another 20 minutes and he complimented us on our sound check and um, just hung out. So that was definitely a huge highlight. And then um, other rockers like, you know, Warren Haynes is one of the nicest guys. I got to open for him and then he invited me up on stage to play congas with him. Um, and he's such a gentleman. Uh, the Blues Traveler guys, getting to jam with those guys. Um, John Popper introduced me as uh, Chad Hollister of Blood, Sweat, and Tears. I don't, <laughs> I don't really know where it came from, but uh, Popper. And, and then after the show, there was this girl who one of the roadies comes. Is there's this girl that wants to meet you, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So she comes back and she's like, I don't recognize you, but my uncle plays with Blood, Sweat, and Tears. I was like, oh, that was just Johnny joking around. And so, anyway, <laughs> nice but, covering uh, for him like that. Yeah, but and those are those are some highlights. I I'd say. Yeah, and Steve Gadd with um, you know, oh. the, the song Asia goes down in yes. drumming history. I mean, that is like it's like it's just from another planet. You know, that was it just is. incredible. I mean, talk about artistic perfection. I mean, not that there is anything like that, but yeah. man, that was just, you know, you can never hear that song enough just because of the drums. Yeah, <laughs> or 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 or, or uh, fast forward to Paul Simon's late in the evening and his two stick Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's he's just incredible. Hey, speaking of incredible, it's time to play eyes. Here we go. Check this out. All right. So sure 
Petty and Paul Simon. Let's get right back to my interview with Chad Hollister right after this. Have you connected with your gratitude today? I think I have something that will help inspire you. It's the brand new release from James Kevin O'Connor. Gratitude, recorded on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee with producer Kim Copeland and team, is James' third full-length album in four years. Ten amazing songs, each one a different story about the emotions, journeys and experiences that you and I have lived. Songs like Dreamer, Jesus Teaches, Tango On and 51 Shades of Grey. And of course, title track, Gratitude. 
pick up the brand new CD today with amazing artwork and photography at iTunes, CD Baby and Amazon. Or simply go to jameskevinoconnor.com for your download right now. Send someone that you love a copy of Gratitude today. It might be exactly what they need in their life right now. Gratitude, the new release by James Kevin O'Connor. Eyes. Man, I, I feel it's happy. Um, the nature scenes using as a metaphor and look at me before you go. What a great song, man. Just you Thank captured you. a mood there, which really great. Well, I think so much uh, so much of our world these days is spent, you know, like this or, you know, yes. head down, head I'm down with and, you, kind man. Of, and kind of missing missing that moment. And that's so that's where this, the whole song comes from, is that that whole vibe of uh, not wanting people to miss that because it's so easy to, you know, miss the beautiful mountains or this beautiful guy, beautiful girl, um, just beautiful moment in your life by the feeling the immediacy to get back to somebody or or to respond you know i have to you know i mean you remember back in the day man somebody left called your house and if you weren't there they called back later yeah you know it's like uh, yeah, no, the latest thing, though, is, Chad, and, and you've experienced this, too, is the robocalls have this just um, exacerbated a, a, a problem that was already there, which is you can't really get people on the phone anymore because people don't want to get phone calls, especially the younger kids, the millennials and people who are like, they don't call, man. They don't want to call text. and they text yeah. and, and that's it. And And now I find myself not answering my phone because... The robocalls are such a distraction, and I wait for either a voicemail or, if I, of course, if I recognize the number, I'll call them back. But it seems to be like I, I'm feeling like the phone companies are going to be eventually out of business as traditional phone companies, you know, that we yeah. we, we once knew. <laughs> well, it's it's that that the 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 new world too, where you we live in a in a place where service is not great, so we still have our landline for local stuff and and because the cells aren't crazy reliable up here yeah. but we we there's we so many people who have just like you say who have done away with their home phone um, yeah so I, yeah i think you're you're not far off you know? things are things are changing hey i wanted to talk about um you i want to congratulate you on two things um you know breathe uh another track of yours uh it it was from a 9-11 soundtrack stop the world is that correct so it, it went in. It went on the soundtrack for the movie 9/11. That of course was oh. about about the day. Um, awesome! I, congratulations. Yeah. That's really yeah. fabulous. Yep. So uh, uh, kind of longtime friend and and uh, one of my old producers, Martin Gigi, um, uh, directed directed the movie, and and so we uh, uh, got we got lucky and got on onto the soundtrack um, for that. That's a, that's fabulous, and also I want to congratulate you on you played live at Pandora. You were the first band on Pandora 18 years ago, man. That is really killer. So how did that happen? <laughs> well, it's it's a great story, you know. So back in the beginning of Pandora, they were um, they were just anxious to have anybody, any kind of content, and so the guys in the beginning were like, "Listen, if you've got a band, if you your friends got a band, whatever it is." And Bob Coons, uh, who was our guitarist at the time, 
um, toured with the Jerry Garcia band, with the JGB post-Jerry, so the Melvin Seals band, but they're calling it the JGB now. Um, and he was an analyst, still is to this day, and he's the one that performed with me. So it's kind of cool. So he got us into the catalog um, with my early records. And, um, and then uh, fast forward 18 years later, we're touring in Oakland, and they have us up, and the president is introducing us as one of their first bands with the very first analyst Bob Coons, who's playing with me. So it was this really wow. cool full, full circle thing. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. And they've built that brand up to like, I think they're at 70 million users now. Un it's amazing. Yeah. And, 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 and I had at that point when we just, uh, when we were there, I think it uh, might have been like in April, um, I had two stations. So I had Chad Hollister Band and I had Chad Hollister. And, uh, and I, I was in the, um, there's, Three floors uh, in Oakland of of Pandora. You know, each floor has a different different thing. And I was on the tech, t you know, technical floor. And Bob said, "Oh, this is a uh, this is Pete." And I'm like, "Oh, hey, Pete, what's up?" And he said, uh, "Pete, Chad's got two stations. Is it possible to combine them?" And he's like, "Oh, hold on one second. Yep, there you go." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh." Uh, so all my listeners came together and I had one station cause it didn't make sense to have two. And, and, um, so, but what an amazing group of people, um, all, you know, there's guitars hanging around every, all over the place and, um, just a really cool vibe in there. So it was, it was a, it was an honor to get to bring it full circle for them, but just to get to play and have them hear one of their artists, you know? Yeah. That 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 is amazing, um, yeah. and I think what you must have done is you stopped the world on that day. Here we go, <laughs> stop the world. Stop the world, cause I wanna get off. Cause this moment is too good to be true. I'm gonna savor and I'm gonna love everything that you feed me. So don't you stop, Lord.
Stop the world, man. Um, this this was ju- this was just a great song. Give us uh, give us the highlights for you creating this, going in the studio. What about this song that that really stands out in your mind? Any any particular while you were recording it, while you were writing it? Well, it it, it couldn't get any more specific than being for my mom. Um, okay, my mom is eighty six years young and. Um, she has, uh, I am the youngest of five kids, and she has 18 grandchildren, of which my kids, uh, Riley and Bodie, are 17 and 18. That's the end of the end of the role there. Yeah. And, um, and she, whenever she's having one of those moments that she doesn't want to forget, we grew up with the term, oh, stop the world, I want to get off. <laughs> and so, so we would always, you know, my brother and I, would always make fun of her, like, ah, oh, here goes mom, stop the world. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, you know, growing up and starting to have kids myself and, you know, my, my brother, brother and sisters having kids, you know, being uncle Chad, um, starting, started to have those stop the world moments myself. So I decided to kind of immortalize it in song. And, um, when uh, actually I wrote it, uh, years ago for, for mom's, uh, 80th birthday. And, um, and then it uh, went on, went on the record. So it's a really special one um, that I always she uh, knows every word and sings it. Is is it a lot of our live shows? We do an amazing show. We've done it for the past uh, five years. This is our sixth year at the Spruce Peak Performing Arts Center in Stowe, um, and uh, she's always there um, on her in her box seat, you know, cheering us on. But that's a song for mom, very clearly. That is amazing, man. Congratulations on that. I know we, we have a lot of commonality. Big family on this end, a lot of grandchildren. My mom just, just hit 88 uh, last nice. week. So, yeah, so they're, they're happy, alive and kicking, happy man. Happy birthday, yeah. mom. <laughs> Hey, let me ask you about that. I'm excited about this, playing a lot of house concerts. Um, wow. That, you know, it's such an intimate and, and just, you know, a wonderful setting. So can you share some of the moments, like your favorite moments playing house concerts and, and how it is for people who've never heard of it? 
Yeah, well, it, it's been huge in the folk world forever. And yeah. I, um, I've just started to, like a lot of my friends, adopted into the rock and roll world. And for us, so many times we come in, we, we get into a city, and uh, we set up, sound check, eat, do the gig, pack up, go to the hotel, go, you know, go to sleep, get, you know, I mean, and, and it's this um, redundant thing, and you don't really get to connect with the people, with yeah. your fans. So the beautiful thing about the house concert is you're in a much more comfortable setting. You're not in a, a you know, bar that smells like beer and, and whatever. And, uh, and you just, you get to hang and these people get to know you, you, I, I take more time with explaining where the songs come from. And, and sometimes I do that in, in the live show too, at my solo or duo shows. Yeah. Um, but it's just a, a beautiful connection, um, to have with, with your fans and, um, uh, and the experience for, um, the fans and the artists is just you know, a million times better. Um, you ask for highlights, um, uh, you know, uh, playing for John Verbockel in, uh, in West Palm Beach, um, in Palm Beach was just amazing in his backyard and his whole kind of group of friends there to, uh, uh, you know, playing out in uh, Boulder, Colorado, uh, for good friend Jim Warner, um, in his backyard in Boulder, uh, to all of his uh, his paddle tennis friends, we did two parties. One of his paddle friends group, and then for his his other friends. And uh, he's an amazing human with an amazing group of friends. Uh, and so, just getting to connect with all those people um, was really really awesome. And I think that's one of my focuses really for the rest of my career is to certainly you know I do the I, I the clubs are a blast, but. Uh, doing, I could literally do house concerts for the rest of my life. So yeah, yeah. I, I had plan, an artist on, on. Yeah, that's that's just awesome. I had an artist on uh, a while back, and and he was a Christian artist. He came out of the he he came out of um, Iraq, I think, and he only had like another year or two to go, and he could have gotten like his 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 lifetime, you know, benefits. And he said, "No, I'm I'm really pulled towards this." We're talking about house concerts, and he wouldn't charge. And I said. I said, you need to charge. And the reason is because when somebody comes to see you, you know, that's a blessing for them. They want to pay for that CD. And and to your point, Chad, it's like, you yeah. know, they're there for that experience and they value it more because th they want to give you something. You know, they want to participate in your world, you know. So yeah. he said, he said, I think I'm going to do that on the next gig, you know. So I, I got to check back with him and see if he did. But well, well, I'm yeah. For, for the for the people that always that, that wonder because um, so many people and it's nice to be talking about it have no idea that it exists yeah you know like what you you you'll come to my house you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. um, and I'm like yes I will um, but a, a really good mold is 20 at 20 you know yeah. so you got 20 folks at 20 bucks because I think that the, the misnomer is that the hosts always feel that they have to pay for it all and right. so, so literally, if you are providing the house, everybody brings what they want to drink. Even you could turn it into a potluck. Everybody brings a dish. Yeah. And for each person, it's twenty bucks. So twenty at twenty is a real simple marketing way that I I'm kind of kind of got a little knack for marketing too, as yeah. do you, my friend. Um, <laughs> and uh, but but that's a great way if you do talk to them again to just say hey. And and then if they can't, they're like, oh well, we can only do come up with two fifty. Like okay. 
you know, yeah. then let's, uh, you know, t- 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 we'll do 20, 25 at 10, you know, and so yeah. it's fine. But, but I know a lot uh, of the people that, that, that do these, um, they've turned this into a little cottage industry and they love it because it's like, yeah, yeah we're excited because this is better entertainment than spending like three times this to go out to wherever, to another show, you know, so sure. it's such an sure. intimate uh, wonderful, warm experience, and then you get to connect to that artist for life, which is wonderful. Yeah, you know exactly, and that that is really it. I mean, a lot of times people, you know, people think that you know us as musicians that we're rock stars, and and um, and certainly there are people in the business that want to be treated with kid gloves and that are rock stars. But you, most of us are really just normal people um, right. who love who love to connect and and talk about our our songs, our craft, and share it. I mean, that's why. You know, it's such a, I think one of the biggest things that I know you get as I was reading about you before this show is, and I wanted to make sure that I said it in your show, is that music is a gift and it is an amazing thing to be able to share and it should never, ever be taken for granted, um, that, that gift to be able to share because it's, it's, it's what we do. You know, yeah. you, and you you not only do it yourself, but you bring people's stories like mine. And I thank you for that um, to the world, because so many people will never know of who Chad Hollister is. Um, but thanks to you, you know, thousands more people will. And um, and, and that's that's the true gift is for people to be able to know, first of all, to be able to do my music and do it for a living and support my family and not have to be away 300 days a year. You know, yeah. I can. I could do these wonderful interviews. I, I'm in my home studio. This is my right. this is my where I where I create. You know, as I see you do too. Um, but the, it's a gift, and I think when when that can always we always hit the stage with that in mind, and you always get off the stage with that in mind. People feel that, and I yeah. think that's really really important um, because if you start to take it for granted or or get into music for the wrong reasons, whatever they may be, um, you're done. Yeah, it's uh, it's not easy. You know, it's not easy for for anybody, for the artist, for the family of the artist, for, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot, a lot of work what what we all do so that when you do understand that it's it's a true gift, I think it makes a big difference. Yeah, well, we, we certainly uh, and I thank you for the kind words. It sounds like we occupy parallel paradigms, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me ask you. um as we're wrapping up here, I just wanted to cover social media and ask you, like, what are your favorite platforms? Are you on it a lot? Like, who, what do you what do you follow? And what is your favorite jam? So I have two favorite jams. I use Facebook a lot just because I there's a there's a lot of people. I'm I'm I have my personal page that's at about five, just at about the cap off of five thousand. But then on the band page, I've got about you know about thirty five hundred fans on there. Um, and so I use that medium a lot because it works. Um, and then I'm also just a fan of Instagram. I love the simplicity of it. I like posting pictures with a little, uh, you know, a little tagline and that's it, you know, without having to go into, you know, so much stuff, you know, explanations or whatever, just let the picture speak with a little line where it is. And I, so I, Facebook and Instagram are, are my big ones. I certainly use Twitter, um, and and a little bit of you know on the business end I'll use LinkedIn um, a, a little bit to kind of keep the um, uh, the business world apprised to, as to what's happening with 
the brand of Chad Hollister Band. I think that's another thing is that I, I've worked pretty hard on, on my brand of Chad Hollister and Chad Hollister Band. Um, and we have a lot, uh, we, we have a big help, uh, thanks to that, uh, company over there on the West coast that by the way, if you're listening, uh, Hollister, uh, you owe me some royalties, you know, they put, they, they, you put my last name on every girl's buns in the whole world. So I think they owe me some money. Uh, oh, really? They, oh. No, I'm kidding. Okay. But, 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 yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. No, um, <laughs> But, uh, so, but, and I think thanks to that comp, thanks to those guys, a lot of people think that they've heard of me when it's just because of the Hollister surf and sport. Um, oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, but, uh, anyway, but those, so those are my main, my main ones, but Facebook and Instagram are my favorites, I'd say. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're, they're yeah. the big players. I find that, it, I find that, uh, musicians are just hands down all over Instagram. You know, it seems to be the platform these days, you know, cause I ask everybody like, what do you found? Everybody's on that Chad, This was really, really fun. Um, I'm so happy that Gene introduced us and I got a chance to know all about you and your music and sharing with your family and all the things that you're doing with your career and your life. Uh, with the kids playing the house concerts, the songwriting workshops, all the things that you're doing musical. It's just, you know, a, a testament to the blessing that uh, that God gave you. And uh, I thank you so much for that. So I just want to I want to wish you all the luck and success in your career moving forward. Thank you, James. And here's here's to the uh, Dharmic Evolution. It's an amazing, uh, amazing show. And, and um, make sure you guys go watch all the other episodes, not don't just watch mine over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, you can. That's okay. No, but truly, thanks for having me on. Um, I really, really appreciate it, and I think um, we'll we have to we have to meet up sometime. We have to get you uh, have to get you to Vermont to do some skiing or something. Absolutely, Chad. I think it'll happen. Peace and yeah. blessings, my friend. All right, peace. Thank you. Bodhi. Here and now, eyes, and stop the world. These are the songs of Chad Hollister, and I know Katie, Riley, and Bodie must be so proud. You can support Chad by going over to chad at chadmusic.com. Also, you can follow him on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure you go over and support all the great music this man is making. I hope you guys enjoyed this interview today. Man, this was really stacking the cool on every level. All the people he's played with, all the associations he's made. Really, um, the real deal, Chad Hollister. If you have not as of yet gone over to dharmicevolution.com, go over there and check out both the podcasts and also the blog posts. Every single artist who's ever been on this show is on there with photos, with uh, music, with the show. You can download it. And um, there is a wealth, a vault of information and entertainment there for the taking. So stop by DharmicEvolution.com. And if you or someone you know has an artist in their midst, are they in the family? Do you know somebody who's really been crushing it with their brand and their music? Well, just head on over to DharmicEvolution.com. Go to the guest tab. Fill out your assets, drop them in, and we'll see if we can get you a booking on this show. Also, the Facebook community page. Are you guys aware that we have a Dharmic Evolution Facebook community page? 
go over there. You can look at other artists or you can share your content for the whole world to see. A new video, a new song, new photo shoot, a gig perhaps. Go ahead and post it there. We also encourage you to drop in some comments on the page. Let us know how you feel about the show. Are you digging it? Are you having a good time? We'd love to hear it. We look at all the comments and we kind of try to build this show around your wants and wishes. So send in some suggestions. We'd love to hear it. That's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio, video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. <laughs>